gonna show you. I'm gonna show you how to operate in the spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome. Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. Hello, happy lifers. What's up? Hope you're doing well. Welcome to another episode of Happy Life Podcast brought to you by The Happy Life Studios. Um, I've got a little confession I need to make. Um, I've been struggling with, with being happy. And to be honest with you, there's been a few weeks where I haven't put out a Happy Life Podcast. And sometimes life happens and I'm not able to get, get at it every week. I, my goal is to put one out a week, but um, it doesn't always happen because uh, of busyness or whatever, but lately it's been because, well, I've just, I've been feeling like a hypocrite. Um, you know, here I am doing a Happy Life podcast, and I have just been struggling with being happy. So I have to admit, there's just many times I just didn't feel up to making a podcast, and I probably should have, but I just felt like, how in the world can I encourage people to be happy Um when I'm not being happy myself and people don't like hypocrites I'm one of those people but to be honest with you um, (laughs) in some way we all struggle with hypocrisy here and there um, some of us more than others Um, and we we, I think that's one reason why we tend to dislike hypocrites is because we tend to dislike in other people what we see in ourselves and I know that's a hard thing to swallow I don't know if I always agree with that but you come back to it time and time again you know I struggle with people in certain ways and then all of a sudden you know Someone will tell me, well, you're just like that. Or I'll realize it myself that I'm just like that. So, um, in fact, I'm, that's that's one thing that I always try to do is always try to um, better myself. I always try to analyze how what I could be doing better in my life. And I, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But uh, so lately I just haven't, I've been struggling with putting out Happy Life podcast because I just feel like I'm doing a disservice to the Happy Life crew, you guys out there listening and spreading and sharing and and all that stuff and and uh, but you know a couple things. Number one, I, I want to talk about in this podcast um, how I mean this is a, a trap I've been on for a while and how did I get through this thing? I'm I'm real excited to share that with you. But before I share that with you, I want to share something else, um, which is remember Happy Life isn't about always hopping out of bed with a smile on our face and a spring in our step. Sometimes happy is a strength to get out of bed in the morning. Sometimes happy for some people is fighting depression to be able to move forward. Sometimes happy is being more happy than you normally would be. I mean, some people, I mean, you know, sometimes there's, I'm sad, but I'm not as sad as I would be if I wasn't trying to work through this happy life. Remember, if you're unhappy, you need to look, listen, remember, look to something else. 
uh, something what you're looking at in your life, your perspective right now is is causing you sadness, then look to something else that and and listen for a different voice that would encourage you. Uh, um, remember where you've come from and what God has done for you, or what other people have done for you, or, and all these type of things. Happy life isn't about always being happy. Happy life is about when I'm sad, what do I do? You know, because there's moments when we are happy, and happy life, I guess, is about that. But it's more about when happy doesn't seem to greet me in the morning with a. I mean, I remember I went over to England with my college choir years and years and years and years ago, <laughs> before colleges were invented. Uh, I went over a long time ago. And I remember they'd come over in the morning in England, and they would say, "Wakey, wakey!" It always freaked me out when it was. It was kind of. Interesting and fun when a you know when the the mother of the house would come over and, and say it, but when the dad would show up and he'd say, "Wakey, wakey," <laughs> that, that that was a little freaky. I have to admit, but I tell you what, it was kind of a cool way to start the day. Wakey, wakey, and happy life doesn't always show up at your bedside when your alarm goes off and says, "Wakey, wakey." In fact, usually most alarms are kind of obnoxious. <laughs> Right. I mean, so we don't always wake up that way, but what do we do when we wake up on the wrong side of the bed? What do we do when we wake up and life is very difficult? Life is tough. What do we do in that situation? That's what happy life is here for. And that's why this thing is a community because we have got to help each other in our area of being happy. I'll I'll share that uh, in the end as well. But so happy life isn't just about always being happy. I, I don't like that. I think that's fake. I don't think that's real. Happy life is in the midst. It's just like courage isn't about never being afraid. Courage is about being brave in the midst of fear. And happy life isn't about never being sad. It's about struggling correctly when I am sad. Uh, I was talking with somebody uh, this last week, and they were talking about a friend of theirs who was stuck in this loop they said they just kept going around in this loop, and it, it kind of jumped inside my gut a little bit. I'm like, yeah, that inside of my spirit, I just went, yeah, that's me. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in this loop. I just, I, I, I've been for the longest time struggling, trying to get happy, and I have my moments, and I'll, almost like a roller coaster, and like the kitty coasters, it just goes a loop, and it goes up, and then it goes down, and then it goes back up, and back down again, and, and I, I have my moments of happy, and overall, I've been happy, but I, I can't shake this sadness, and it was just... My one friend who is a happy lifer, he listens to the podcast and has helped me with a lot of them actually said, at one point said, Steve, you're kind of scaring me. It feels like you're going the other direction. You're going the wrong direction. And, and that's what's been going on with me. I've just been struggling, trying to keep the happy, trying to stay on top of life instead of having life stay on top of me. And so I shared it with somebody uh, this last week, somebody else. And I said, you know what? I feel like I'm stuck in this, in this loop. I just keep going around in circles. And they came back to me immediately with, have you ever heard of a horse walker? And I was like, well, is that like a horse whisperer, ghost whisperer? I mean, what? And, you know, she said it was like, it's like a stake in the middle of the ground and the horse is in a round, in a round corral and, and they're connected to that stake and they just keep going on in circles. Now, I, I, since then, I've looked at pictures of horse walkers, and they're, they're much more than just a stake. But in my mind, I pictured this stake that was pounded into the ground, and there was a rope or a chain maybe is better because chains kind of represent being um, held captive or being in bondage, being in um, uh, some type of you, you can't get out, you can't break out, you know. But I was connected to that stake. And I kept going around in circles because I was connected to that stake. It wouldn't let me go anywhere else. I just kept going around in circles. And and then that person asked me, so what's that stake, Steve? 
And man, I knew immediately what it was. It's something that I've been struggling with for quite a while. And I'm choosing not to talk about it on this podcast, not because um, I, I don't want to be vulnerable or authentic. You know me. I, I don't have a problem with that. But so, for a couple reasons. Number one, if I if I share that, then people can tend to dismiss this podcast, say, well, I don't struggle with that. So therefore, that's that doesn't work in my situation. And I don't want that to be the case. And um, secondly... It's because that would take a whole nother two or three podcasts to even describe. I mean, I've been going through this for a long time. I've been struggling with it for a long time. And that has been my stake. Right when I, when I realized that, somebody else was, was sitting there. And they, they talked about, you know, why don't you just pull up the stake? And then they shared that story about the elephants of the circus. You know, I remember reading a story once of, of a guy that came up and saw this elephant that was tied with this rope to this stake, this wood stake that was just barely in the ground. I mean, barely there. This elephant could pull it up easy. And he said, how in the world does that elephant stay right there? Well, the, the owner, uh, the manager of the circus or whomever was there explained to them that, that well, what you do is when the, when the elephant is a baby, you take a rebar and you drive it deep down in the ground so the baby can't pull it out. And then you wrap that chain or that, that rope around the baby's leg, uh, just like you would with a, a dog on a leash, you know. Uh, but with an elephant, you know, it's kind of hard to put a leash on because it'll rip right out of the ground. But when that baby struggles and struggles, you know, time and time again and can't ever pull that out, it just kind of gives up. And, and then you can replace that rebar with just a wood stake. The elephant will never try because in the elephant's mind, it could never get out of that situation. And... You know what, I think we're, like Christopher Robin said to Winnie the Pooh, There's something you must remember. <gasps> and what might that be, Christopher Robin? You're braver than you believe, and stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. I think we're better than we think we are. I think we have more going for us than we think we do, especially when we're struggling with happy, especially when we're in a sad spot. We have a hard time believing that we can um, survive, that we are strong enough. And you know what? We've been through a lot. You and I and, and you happy lifers out there, we're still here. And I think sometimes you just get so used to something that it becomes your new normal. You're used to being tied to the ground. You're used to going around that circle. Well, I didn't like going around that circle. And I just decided, you know what, I'm going to pull up that stake. I am going to stop what was happening. There was something that, that wasn't just a struggle in my life, because we all have struggles in our life, but it becomes a stake when it becomes obsessive to us. I've been obsessed with this item, with this thing. I've been obsessed with my lack of ability to, you know, kind of kick this thing or get to a certain stage in a certain area of my life. And it's been an obsession. That's where it's gone too far. It's gone out of balance because I've been nothing but obsessed with it. It wasn't, the stake isn't just something that you struggle with in life. We all have things we struggle with. Uh, but when we become obsessed with something, it's like we put we put, put roots down right there and we can't go any further. When we don't want to forgive somebody, it's like we drive a stake in the ground. And until we pull that stake up, we're going to keep going around in circles with that forgiveness. And when you, you forgive someone, uh, you're not letting that person off the hook. You're letting yourself off the hook. And uh, But if you don't, if you obsess about something or someone, you'll be tied to that for an extended amount of time until you decide to pull that stake up. So I did. And, and let me tell you how uh, a couple ways that I, that I um, am dealing with that. And I'm still doing it with it now because it just happened recently. But I, I just came to a conclusion and finally spotted what it was. 
because I'm always, number one, I'm always trying to get better. I'm always trying to analyze my life. When, when I'm in a sad state, I want to analyze, wait a minute, what is the situation? If I can figure out why I'm struggling, I can, I can figure out a way to conquer the struggle. So number one, I'm always trying to better myself. Um, secondly, um, there's a lot of friends that I have in my life. A lot of my, I have a happy life community that I talk to on a regular basis. And I have a few friends that I really trust. Um, I don't just go to anybody, uh, especially when it comes to closer stuff that I, I go to those that, that have proven themselves that I can trust them because I tried small things with them and they pulled through and they've, and, and, and they, these people speak life into me. They speak encouragement into me. And more often than not, they speak answers into me. And so when I'm struggling with like this thing, I, I've been going to my friends and when I found this out about the steak thing, man, I went to them and called them immediately and said, Hey, you know, this is what's going on with me. And they were even able to give me more. So there's people in our life that we've got to share things with. No person is an island unto themselves. You know, when God made Adam, one of the first things he said was, it's not good for a person to be alone. So he made him somebody to help him, somebody to be with him, somebody to live life with him. And we are all on this planet and people can get on our nerves, but people also help us. So go to friends, and, and sometimes there's some friends that, that can't help me, and sometimes we've got to go to a professional. Don't feel bad about going to a professional. The Bible talks a lot about getting good counsel, and people that do do that do that because they want to help people. So there have been times that I've gone to professionals. In fact, I even plan on, on going to a professional later uh, next week. I have an appointment set up because I, I just think it's just good to have somebody that's skilled at this to help me figure out where my blind spots are and where my stakes that are pounding the ground, what things in life I'm obsessing with and I can't get beyond. So go to your friends. Secondly, uh, don't be afraid to go with professionals. Um, point number three. And, and, the, and the last point I'd like to say is that you got to give it to God. And I've always had people say that my whole life, you got to give it to God. And I didn't know what that means. So I want to explain really quick what give it to God means. It just simply means, God, I'm struggling. I give this to you. In my mind, I give it to God. And I say, God, I'm angry or I'm depressed about this. I give it to you. And sometimes I have to give it to him over and over again. Sometimes I'll give it to him dozens of times in a single day. Um, and, 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 you know, sometimes we wait until we believe it before we say it. But I'm a firm believer that if you speak it first, you'll believe it second. Your actions often follow your mouth. And sometimes we get the cart in front of the horse and we say, once I start to believe it, I'll say it because I don't want to be hypocritical. Well, you got to say it first, usually, and then you'll start to believe it. If you say it over and over again, like, I can conquer this thing. I can take this thing. God, I give it to you. If I wait till I'm ready to give it to God, um, or if I wait till I'm ready to forgive somebody, then I'm usually not ready to forgive them. But when I say, God, help me, I want, I forgive that person, or I want to forgive that person, or you speak it first and the belief comes next. Now, there might be some times when that changes around, but for me, I found, told, found more often than not, you got to speak it first and then you'll believe it second. So don't wait until you believe something to begin to say it. Begin to say it first and your belief system will follow. So when you got something that you're obsessing with and you just are in this loop, if you're in this loop and you can't seem to get out of it, there's probably something or some things that you're obsessing to, that you're attached to, that you just can't let go. Number one, give it to God. Uh, number two, get help. Uh, always try to better yourself, analyze yourself. 
Number three, go to friends and tell them what you're going through. Go to part of your happy life community. We're all in this thing together. We're all happy lifers together. And find someone else that's trying to better their life and, and go to them. And if sometimes the friends don't have the answer, man, go to, a, go to a professional. Go to a counselor. Go to a psychiatrist. Go to someone that can really help. I think oftentimes we just need to talk it out. And sometimes we just need an umpire. Sometimes we need a person outside of our forest that can see the trees. And sometimes I get so deep into my own forest that I can't even see the trees. And I need somebody outside of my emotional obsession or whatever it may be, discouragement, depression, anger, sadness, whatever. And man, it's, it's easy. I have to tell you, it's easy for me to help other people, but sometimes it's hard for me to help myself. And that's why we need each other. The people that I help, are also the people that end up helping me. So I hope that helps you. If you've been going around in circles lately, uh, give it to God, man. Let some friends know about it. Get some help. And keep working on making yourself a better person. Keep trying to figure out, why am I struggling here? Don't ignore it. That doesn't help. And uh, remember, if you're obsessing over that thing, uh, letting go of that, pulling it out of the ground, because you're stronger than you think you are, be that elephant. See yourself as just pulling that out of the ground and and giving it to God. And if you can't, then ask God to help you. But if you don't, uh, you just ignore it, it's not going to go away. And that that path, that way, that circle that we walk around, pretty soon it becomes a rut. And then it gets deeper and deeper. And pretty soon we almost get buried. It's over our heads. And then at that point, it's really hard to try to climb out. So I hope that helps. Have a happy life. Thank you for listening. Someone happy, make just one someone happy, and you will be happy too.